Welcome to Building Better Businesses, Stories of Decisive Action, a podcast dedicated to helping inspire and support businesses starting out on their sustainability journeys by learning from others who are already working towards becoming better. We're pleased to have with us today Clark Lowe, Group Managing Director of Adrenaline Group. Adrenaline is a long-standing events partner of GCNS, having worked alongside us previously to bring our summit and youth forum to life. Adrenaline is an events and communications agency and is set up as a social enterprise. Now, Clark, could you share with us a brief introduction of Adrenaline and how did the business come to be? So Adrenaline has been a business for 14 years and we have been doing events uh, this whole time. Uh, this year is a special year because we expanded our uh, services and offerings. Uh, we are now an integrated communication agency. They're not just doing events, but we help clients communicate their stories through events, um, videos and photos, as well as techno- using technology like website, AR and, e- uh, AR and VR um, applications. So essentially, uh, Adrenaline Group is structured in three business units. The first one is Adrenaline X. Uh, what Adrenaline X does is they manage um, projects and campaigns. AVPD Studios is our uh, full suite production house. We have two physical studios that does broadcasts, photos, shoots, uh, and videos. The last one is Eater Lab. Uh, what we do here is a lot of website building, a lot of um, innovation, a lot of 3D printing, AR, VR, uh, application as well as mobile games um, and this ex- all whatever we do really uh, ultimate goal is to bring joy to our client whether is it through our services um, in events or just doing a video production for them so this is essentially adrenaline group um, that sounds like a really inspiring vision to have, um, Clark. And could you share more about Adrenaline's belief that any event could be turned into a force to good? And what does that actually look like in real terms? And it would be great if you could share with us an example of something that you've done where, you know, you really feel like that's a shining example of, of, of your vision. So Adrenaline Group um, started in 2008. Our founder, Ricardo Chua, he... Uh, used to be an MC, and after MCing many many events, he decided that um, setting up an events company uh, that will bring joy to clients is something that he wanted to do. So he quit his full time job uh, and go full on. Um, other than just bringing joy to clients, he wanted to make sure that this space is special. Um, this this space will bring meaning, um, and so he created a, a, an agency that is a social enterprise. Um, and and what what it means is that. Um, uh, a few ways um, we do in adrenaline that help help us to be a force uh, for good. Uh, first one is really to be a group of network that helps other social enterprises. So we, uh, when we go to features, when we have events, we are inclusive in a way whereby we um, will include other social enterprises. Um, to be part of the events, we will influence clients to hire the uh, so- social enterprises such as Battle Barista, Ford Coffee for drinks, uh, Pop Jai Samsui uh, for food, uh, as well as uh, the art faculty for gifts. Um, we also have performances from my psychodramas, inclusive arts movements, and these are really just. Uh, 
a goal to be able to not just do well in, in the events, but also to include other social enterprises. So that is something that we have always been doing. Um, secondly, we um, use high, our events to do good. For example, um, fundraising events, charity runs, uh, AGMs uh, for nonprofit organizations. So these events are really heavily subsidized. Um, as, also for uh, private companies, um, we run their community events at a, at a community rate. So we, we, our goal is not only to expand our services and products, but we also want to give back. And, and by doing so, um, we, we, we are able to engage um, these uh, NGOs and help them to uh, realize that actually doing events is, is not tough. Um, it's not hard, and 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 with a budget that has been set aside, um, we are able to sort of uh, bring their reality, uh, bring their dreams into reality. You know, they now can do live stream, especially in times like this. Uh, we are able to use our resources to help them uh, share their story, share their joy. Yeah. So essentially, um, this is one of the ways um, that adrenaline does. Uh, and, and, and lastly, um, by doing so, we are able to um, internally help cultivate uh, inclusive attitude, inclusive culture. Um, everyone in the company knows that when you go for a pitch, we, we, when we submit a proposal, um, we need to include uh, an SE. And, and because of that, we need to do our research. And, be, and as we do our research, we get to know more people and we get to know various ways and means and, and, and solutions. And, and these are actually uh, a byproduct of, of um, the doing good within us. Um, and so um, because of that, we are more relevant. We are more um, in tune in, 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 the, in this social space. Um, and the, the teammates, they themselves will carry this um, awareness that wherever they go they will try their very best to insert um, uh, this 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 little um, sort of uh, initiatives uh, that has been with us so um, our our, our date is really that our social impact and our business goals has to run uh, in tandem uh, as much as we do as much profit as we have we will try to find ways and means to give back to the community. And so this, this has always been our founding principle. That's fantastic, Clark. And at GCNS, we have heard, we have had first experience working with Adrenaline and seeing how from, you know, regardless of which level, all your employees are walking the talk and are really with a carrying that mindset of giving back um, to the community and uh, very grateful GCNS to be working with you. So Adrenaline has been known for this walking the talk in the industry through your dedication to inclusive hiring, which you mentioned just now. Would you be able to share more with us about your approach to hiring and employee engagement? So um, ever since our founder um, started up this company, uh, one of the main reasons why he also started up a social enterprise is because um, back in 2005, um, when he is giving tutor, I mean, he, he's giving tuition to youth at risk um, in his own free time. And just out of the blue, uh, one day, one of this, uh, one of these boys just turned to him and say, you know, can you create something, or can you create opportunities that will um, help youth at risk to find a job and, and give them opportunities to be um, 
you know, productive in, in the future. And so that got him started. This sparked passion, this sparked a, a desire to want to create a, a place where uh, anyone uh, can have equal opportunities. So adrenaline um, has, uh, in our company, 30% of employment they, who are um, people with uh, special needs, uh, they are either deaf, um, wheelchair-bound, uh, youth at risk, or um, high-functioning uh, autistic person. So um, we train them, we equip them, we give them, uh, we start start them off uh, with smaller roles, and as as they progress, we load them with um, various um, responsibilities. And uh, one of them actually became a, a manager well, within the company. So. Um, I think uh, that internally has has um, always been enforced. Um, our doors are always open for anyone who is looking for a job. Uh, people who are specialists, uh, they they can just walk into our doors and 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 um, we, we will you know either we can train them or we can um, put them in 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 a role where it's suitable for them. Right. So adrenaline has always been been uh, in this approach. Um, not not only. Um, having expanded uh, our hiring uh, people with, with special needs, um, we also do trainings. Uh, internally, we used to run monthly um, sign language classes. Um, this is to equip our staff the knowledge and the awareness that you know communication is uh, is more than just words. Um, you know, you can use actions, you can use all this sign language, and, and it's really a whole new world uh, to us. And, and some of them who just came in, they had a bit culture shock, you know, why, why am I learning this? But after a while, uh, people get used to it, and, and they find it's very interesting that these skills are actually um, international. You can use anywhere, anytime, to anyone. And, and so it, it has been um, part of us to um, gather monthly uh, and learn a certain sign language, uh, whether it's uh, letters or, or words. Yeah, so um, this is, hopefully we can continue because in time like this, we're all working from home. It's so hard to gather, but, but this is something that we, we have always wanted to do. Yeah, so I um, wanted to add to that up to date, we have about 50 uh, persons uh, with special needs that came in through our doors um, and, and they've done multiple roles. I mean, you, you should be rightly proud of your commitment to diversity and inclusion in your hiring. And having, you know, a very diverse and inclusive workforce must have had an impact on your company's culture. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, because of um, this inclusiveness, there are certain uh, arrangements that needs to be done. I think the most obvious are uh, mobility um, and structurally, how can we make sure that um, people with mobility issues have no problem coming to work? Um, and, 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 and so we, we started making things easy for them, like creating slopes, putting signs, um, putting um, print, even the, the fact that we print larger fonts um, for our colleagues, um, that, that actually helped. Um, some of them who can't really see well. Uh, and, and when we do these things, um, the, the, the whole atmosphere just revolves around making things accessible, making things 
easy for our colleagues. And, and this creates internally a, a culture of um, helpfulness, a culture of looking out for one another, a culture of um, being a, a team, uh, although we have different departments with different roles, but we are actually one big team. And so uh, because of that, all that we have done um, revolves around doing, doing so. Um, and the we adrenaline has always emphasized on teamwork and you know our colleagues uh, michael and jane they are successful stories that that is in our company now um michael does our photo editing uh and he he he, he is basically our cheerleader our our um adrenaline ambassador you know, every time when we go out for events, although he, he's in a wheelchair and he can't do much um, during the event, he will, he will do little things like, you know, give encouragement in a chat group. He will um, send notes and, and, and things to the staff. And so I think this, this really, you know, in return, helped us to be motivated, to be inspired. And, and it, the whole atmosphere just changes because it's just such a, you know, strong bond and, and and everyone is looking out for one another and i think that that is something that um we we are we are trying to achieve i'm, I'm not saying that we are there really i think there's still much work to be done but at least there is a common understanding that you know everyone is equal let's watch out for everyone as well right so so the culture of inclusiveness has created um a strong community, a, a strong uh, relationship between colleagues. Uh, and I, I think that is something that can't be found anywhere else. Thank you for sharing that, Clark. And certainly when we work with you guys, we see you guys, you know, high-fiving each other, cheering each other on, but you also do the same with um, with the partners that you work, work with. And that certainly makes, you know, work more enjoyable, even under, you know, stressful and challenging times. Now, speaking of stress, uh, well, COVID-19 has certainly been a trying time for the events industry, to say the least. You know, could you share with us a bit more about the challenges that Adrenaline has faced and how did you overcome them? Or what are the initiatives that you're currently doing to try to overcome them? Uh, I think this pandemic has, has struck many, 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 many companies and Adrenaline's not spared. Um, ever since the start of 2020, we have about 90% cancellation of events. Uh, and this is a huge, huge, huge blow because um, in 2020, before 2020, for year end of, of 2019, we have plans, we have um, set targets and goals, and, and we actually clocked in um, almost a million dollars worth of um, uh, projects. Um, but then COVID strikes, and, and we got to manage around it, work around it. And um, because of such huge changes, um, we are forced to make tough decisions, pay cuts across board. Um, People are put onto no pay leave, no pay leave. Um, some couldn't take it because they have com commitments and they left. But as for our beneficiaries, we have um, uh, committed and we want to make sure that in this time they are well taken care of. And so uh, ever since COVID started, none of our beneficiaries left. Um, they're still with us. Um, 
although their workload and their jobs could be shrunk drastically, um, but it is again our commitment to want to help them. So we still keep them on board. Um, and, and, and how do we keep them occupied is trainings. Um, I think uh, letting them go on um, causes and trainings that will benefit them um, in the future. Uh, even simple things like learning how to use Zoom, um, learning how to use different softwares, learning how to broadcast a live stream event. Uh, these are very technical skills that um, are equally important. Uh, and so we, we send them to these this courses. Um, they, they may not be um, operational, um, but because they know the skills, they are able to you know, speak the, the, the language, they know how to market adrenaline, they know how to talk to their friends, talk to their clients. And, and I think that alone um, is helpful for them. So um, th there's a few ways that we have done um, to uh, get ourselves, to make ourselves afloat. Um, the, the second thing we did was really to pivot into a food suite of digitalized um, products. So things like green screen, um, virtual event is something that we have on board. Uh, we, we, we bought two studios, set them up, um, got new lightings and cameras and, and equipment. And, and that's really not, not just to um, get over um, this few years, but it's re really just to future-proof ourselves because we believe that um, COVID is here to, to stay for, for long uh, and we want to future-proof um, in the next 10, 20 years. So um, training is one, uh, pivoting into um, what um, is in demand right now, as well as um, predicting what is to come. Uh, I think technology is also here to stay. Um, and, and technology has evolved so much and so drastically. And so as an events company, we need to be able to be on board um, that, that ship. And so we uh, are very much into website building, AR and VR technology, um, mobile games. Uh, so these are things that we have never imagined ourselves uh, doing because we're really focused on physical events, roadshow, exhibition. But because of COVID, we, we really um, are forced to think uh, out of the box. And I think that that is one, th one good thing that I, I, I might say um, came out from COVID, um, and that is to really look at a different direction and expand all our services and products. Uh, and I think since then, uh, it has done us well. Um, we, we, we are occupied uh, and the, the teammates are uh, excited because these are new stuff. They get to play new gadgets. They get to experience a new way and form of uh, running an event. Uh, and that's something that, that really um, keep us um, motivated these days. Really exciting time for adrenaline, it sounds, Clark, with a lot of um, upskilling, new skilling, um, you know, really sort of extending and pivoting some of the services that you've got on. So when you look at the second half of 2021, where, you know, there's still quite a lot of uncertainty around COVID and opening and closing again, um, what, what is the second half of the year looking like for you guys? Looks still a bit bleak, honestly, uh, but we, we are excited because um, we want to not just be able to help clients tell their story, we want to tell our own story. And so um, we are in the midst of um, creating our own content. Um, I think it's a very exciting journey to be able to tell our own story or, or even just um, 
start small by maybe having a short ski and a little um, snippets that talk about inclusive for example um, this is something that we we have been planning and we're looking into um, the other thing is is really to add value in terms of um, providing um, being a strategic partner with our uh, clients what i mean by that is that um, all along we have been doing we, we, we are the company that execute uh, provide and, and, and do so we want to be able to um, provide more than that we want to strategize we want to plan uh, marketing campaigns and, and branding events and things like that so so this is something also very 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 new uh, for adrenaline but i think telling story um, often needs to be a needs to plan out uh, and so we 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 are looking more into how can we uh, not only tell your story and execute your, your, your dreams and vision, we want to be able to um, plan uh, and, and really craft out something that that um, is uniquely yours uh, as well as something that is relevant and, and current. So um, these are the two new things that we are uh, getting ourselves into. Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about what, what's to come in, in the next half of this year. Thank you, Clark. And to round off our conversation, when it comes to build comes to decisive action to build a better and more sustainable world, what are your top tips for companies, especially SMEs, when it comes to hiring practices? So uh, I, I think for adrenaline, it, it all starts off with a change of mindset. Uh, I think inclusive hiring is there is no debate whether it's good or bad. It's obviously something that everyone should adopt it, but but really, how do we kickstart it? It's, it's, it's all starts from the mindset. And, and if you can change uh, your thinking towards um, people with special needs um, and really give them the opportunity, you can actually see them grow. And, and that is the satisfaction that you'll get. That's the, really something that's beyond just um, hiring the right person. Being able to give an opportunity to someone who is less fortunate and see them grow and blossom, I think that, that the reward is more than just um, getting the work done so i think i guess my first tip is really to to have everyone's mindset to to shift to be able to um give yourself and, and give them the opportunity to show that you know uh, regardless of uh, who you are and what you can do as long as the opportunity is given as long as the right guidance and, and um, the right um, job scope the right roles is given um, they are equally important, they are equally um, uh, productive. Yeah. So the first is to change your mindset. The second one is to partner with um, agencies uh, like Race, like GCNS. And th these people are really uh, championing uh, these movements. And to be able to partner them, they come with resources, come with help, come with the ex expert um, advice and, and, and the network that they give. I think that, that is important because to be a social enterprise, you you, you need a, a, a pool of people. You need to be in the network. And, and this network will really help um, people to start or people to be to other, other companies um, to be sustainable because uh, in race, uh, there is this huge network community of social enterprises and, and, and they are very active. So um, because of that, um, everyone is, is everyone just feels like a family. Um, because the mothership race has always been very active and, and, and 
to, to connect us, um, different companies, and they're always uh, looking out for, for us. Lah. So I think, I think um, if you want to be on this journey uh, of inclusive hiring, talk to these people, talk to RACE, talk to GCNS, and, and there are many other uh, government agencies out there um, that will be able to point you to the right direction. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm just so honored to be uh, here um, sharing my story and what um, we have done. And, and hopefully these stories will inspire you um, to be more inclusive and to uh, leave a bigger social impact. Um, thank you so much, Clark Lowe from Adrenaline Group, for talking to us today.